Search engine marketing formulated for Web 2.0. Find it here every week on SEM Synergy. Join your host as we learn from the elite of search engine marketing pros and find the winning formula for exceptional search engine marketing. Get the latest news, trends, and analysis in SEO, PPC, branding, SEO design, and analytics. Now, welcome your host, a founding father of SEO and an accomplished search engine marketing scholar, the host of SEM Synergy, Bruce Clay. The following is an encore segment of SEM Synergy. Good afternoon. Thanks for joining us on SEM Synergy. I'm your host, Bruce Clay. With me today are Susan and Virginia. Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon. You can catch SEM Synergy every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific. You can also download it at any time from Webmaster Radio Search Engine Optimization Channel or stream it on SEMSynergy.com or pick it up on iTunes. Tell your friends. Um, The entire population of people doing SEO understand it is harder to get to the top. Being number one is not as easy as it used to be. Mm. Yeah. You know? Um, For those of us that go way back when... There wasn't a Google and there was an InfoSeek. You know, you could change something and see how you rank in a minute, uh, which really, by the way, is the way it used to work. Uh, that was fantastic. Now, c- competition, uh, that alone would make it harder. Different kinds of technologies, more um, both SEOs and websites, that would make it harder. Um but what we don't want to do is forget that the search engines themselves are implying things from queries. They're determining the intent. They're understanding the behavior of the user community. They're biasing the results based upon other queries, not just the one you just did. And um, getting to the top is getting to be a whole lot harder than it ever was. Well, and, and the definition of top is changing as well. Right. With personalization, with blended search, with you know globalization and localization, all of those things are factors so that what's top is only dependent on the person searching. Well, I've been talking at conferences how uh, the new first page is number one, two, and three. That all of the blended results and the maps and uh, the news and the images and the videos are creating a barrier right at position four and that what used to be the f pattern is no longer an f anymore it's a c Uh, people don't really click like they used to below that Uh, i think it actually cuts off the click behavior so the first page is the first three and that makes it really really tight Um, as behavior gets more uh, i guess uh, worked out Um, the top three results are going to be more relevant than they were in the past because they're going to be targeted to your behavior group. Um, The intent is going to help people understand what you're talking about. All those things are going to change. And uh, being in the top is so much harder than it's just going to continue to get worse. Yeah, you really need to start reaching reaching people before they ever hit search is, I think, where it comes down to. You have to build that personal brand and and make people connect at that level so that they're looking for you, not just looking. Well, yeah, so you've got the persona of the person searching for you, 
What people are now recognizing is that the site itself has a persona. And the site persona has to match the user's persona. And then there is, there's now created tools that are, I mean, Webmaster Tools wasn't here 10 years ago. I mean, the kinds of things that we have to figure out what's going on, so much stronger today than it ever was before. Some more SEM Synergy is on the way. Don't go away. SEM Synergy will be right back. Oh, yeah. My day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use CertifiedKnowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics, so you know their SEO experts, but did you know they can help you with PBC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. All-Inclusive Marketing is the luxurious five-star resort of digital marketing. Welcome to All-Inclusive Marketing. Engage with All-Inclusive Marketing's award-winning strategists to ramp up your online profitability and brand exposure, driving new customer acquisitions, increased sales, and stronger buyer retention. Another mojito, please? All-Inclusive Marketing's full-service digital and performance marketing accommodates every brand, specializing in retail, travel, and software as a service. What a great room. The A in All-Inclusive Marketing means award-winning leadership, excellence in results, as well as an A rating by the Better Business Bureau. For reach, engagement, and conversion, it's all-inclusive marketing. Reserve a free consultation today at allinclusivemarketing.com slash radio. Search engine marketing formulated for Web 2.0. You're listening to SEM Synergy on webmasterradio.fm. The following is an encore segment of SEM Synergy. Welcome back to SEM Synergy. This is Virginia, and I'm joined by Jessica Bowman, who is the founder of SEOinhouse.com and an SEO consultant as well as an in-house SEO evangelist. Uh, You can find her blogging at SEOinhouse.com and on Twitter at Jessica Bowman. Thanks for coming on the show, Jessica. Yeah, thanks for having me. You just actually walked right out of your session on the on in-house SEO, um, and one of the interesting concepts that you mentioned was a line of defense, building that within an organization. Can you talk about that? Yeah. So what we do when we go into organizations and talk about implementing SEO within an organization, we say, you know what, the success is not going to come from all the work that just the SEO teams does or the SEO person. It was really coming from what everyone in the organization is going to do together and everybody needs to help look out for SEO because SEO can't be everywhere in every single conversation. So the idea is that 
every position within the development life cycle or who has influence over the website takes a line of defense and a company might have anywhere from five to eight lines of defense typically where kind of it goes through the development life cycle you know at the beginning you would have a project or I'm sorry a product manager who's the first line of defense after the SEO team the product manager typically knows what's going on the site he, should be ma- he or she should be making sure that SEO is aware of the changes that need to happen, um, that they need to, that are going to impact SEO. If it gets through the product manager, the next line of defense might be the project manager because the project manager schedules everything, so they know everything that's involved, so they can help look out for SEO. If it gets through those two, then it goes to user experience, right? Because then they're developing the designs, and they should be looking out for SEO and so forth, and it just goes on throughout the organization depending on who you have involved. So everybody, and that was also part of your uh, recommendation, is just getting SEO involved throughout the whole organization. I really like the one table, which um, we might be sharing your slides, of it had like each role broken out and um, different tasks involved with uh, an SEO project. Yeah, so we, we really want to look at what each role is doing on a project, and then also within that those activities, what is it that the SEO team should be involved in? When should they be involved? Um, do they need to be involved before the whole project team reviews it or during a collaboration session, something like that? Okay. Um, you also talked about a concept that you called the uh, SEO life cycle, and um, the honeymoon phase is something you should you said that you should leverage and um, but the really encouraging part was that you can get back to a honeymoon phase even after you know things have kind of settled in and uh, so uh, what are some ways that you recommend getting back into a honeymoon phase right so if you're sitting in what we call the reality phase which is very painful it's frustrating things aren't going very well what you can do is uh, a lot of times we bring it um, companies will bring in a, a, a consultant to do some training so they'll often bring us in and through that you can really energize people and get them on board and start talking about process changes while they're excited again about SEO so that's the first thing that we recommend is bring in a, someone to do some training the second thing we'll recommend is send them to a, a a conference. You know, what you want to do is just get the emotional excitement into SEO. Another thing that you can do is if you don't have a budget for either of those things, do training yourself. You know, if you're a good speaker, you know, to be able to present material and train, put something together and actually get people excited about SEO. So the honeymoon phase is just a feeling of excitement toward SEO. Okay. And um, you mentioned training as part of that, like uh, building up the excitement again. Um, But you had a slide during your presentation about how um, training is just a piece of the um, like knowledge transfer experience and mentoring is, is important as well. Yes. In fact, Marshall Simmons in the session today actually talked about how, you know, you can't just keep training and training and training everybody. And he's right. I mean, I'm, I'm a huge advocate of training again and again and again, but that training is not truly stand up in front of the classroom in a projector and talk about SEO best practices and things that went wrong, but it comes through actually interacting with people as they're doing their job and say, okay, let's look at this. This is going through. Let's talk through this about why it's not going to work and do a mentoring one-on-one with people. I know it's time-consuming, but that's what is going to get you to the next level. Um, So is there signals that you would give people to look out for of like when it might 
be a good time to look outside the organization for some extra help, uh, a consultant or an agency. Right. So I, I think a big signal is when you're getting a lot of pushback. So if SEO really isn't making any headway for you know, reasons might be because of the, the, the business case. It might be that IT isn't bought into it. There might be a trust factor. I think those are key points in which you want to bring someone in. A uh, good time also to bring someone in is when you've had problems. So we, we get brought into a lot of organizations when things are amok, where, you know, something launched and it, it should have gone search friendly. It didn't. Now they want to rectify it so nothing like this happens again. And they want to initiate changes within the organization so that they're more proactive about SEO. And, um, you know, the, the education piece is a, is a big part of that from hearing you speak and reading what you said. Um, and it was an interesting post a couple years back, though, but it still holds its weight of um, when IT or development says SEO is great and all, but we don't have time for that. Um, you had some creative ways about, like, bringing it all in. Uh, <laughs> oh my goodness, a couple of years ago. I don't even remember that post. <laughs> okay. Well, like, um, like a lunch and learn. Oh, right. Or, so, uh, right. So I, I, knew, I know what you're talking about now. Exactly. So if IT comes back saying, sorry, we can't train you or we can't allow people out of the office that many man hours in essence to do a training, what you can do are lunch and learn. So go ahead and buy lunch and invite everyone to lunch. A few people will reject it. I've never given any SEO, one hour training, lunch and learn or anything like that where people haven't shown up. You can also offer some type of celebration. Hey guys, we hit page one for this keyword. We're having a happy hour. Bring them on board. Have a, you know, a few key takeaways that you want them to have and go around and talk to everybody about those few takeaways so that they each take away a few different things. So I think those are a couple of ideas of what you can do. Also do a newsletter. You know, I, I can't stress enough the importance of passing on information and I assure you management isn't that closely monitoring what they're reading to know that they're taking time to learn a little bit about SEO. I even have one organization, one client, they pay a copywriter to write funny intros to their newsletter. And people in the, throughout the organization are excited to see these funny intros to the newsletter. And it gets people talking and chuckling, but they always read the newsletter. So I think that's also a third way that you can bring people um, closer into learning about SEO when you're having pushback on doing a formal training. Very interesting. Uh, Tony mentioned something that just kind of speaks to the whole like incentivizing education of um, when he like sends out a report or says like, hey guys, uh, first one to reply back to this gets a beer on me or whatever. Have you ever found that kind of... Uh, I was never that creative. <laughs> so no, we never did that. What um, we actually did to communicate things rather than send out reports to a lot of people were meetings. And you know, yeah, one more meeting on somebody's schedule, but it really works. And, and we made sure that we were going around, um, this is what I, I help clients with now, set up a, a program, a schedule where you're visiting all the different stakeholders even if it's five minutes in their department meeting once a month, go over your numbers, show the successes, really communicate with them, talk about what's not going right or what is going right so that you can get that one-on-one that -on -one communication because the reality is people won't read all the emails. So <laughs> exactly as Tony described. <laughs> Very good. Um, and... Uh it's been interesting. You've had a very uh, important hand in building a community around in-house uh, SEO and its unique needs and stuff. And 
Um, for example, you know, you post a lot of job listings and that kind of thing, as well as um, you organize the in-house exchange for SMX. So, w what is it about the in-house community that um, you've found needs to be nurtured apart from uh, the larger? SEM community? Well, I think part of it is, is just that their needs are different. So when you're in an agency, you don't actually feel the frustrations. I'm coming from an in-house role into building an agency that caters to the in-house, I can say on the agency side, it is so much simpler. I, it, no matter what stress I go through on the job as a consultant, isn't even a small fraction of what I faced day-to-day in-house. And so in-house folks need to talk to people who really understand their challenges, but not only that, who have truly walked the walk and come through it successful. You know, they like to share their war stories and how they, they've come through that. So that's one of the things I talk about all the time. I'm not afraid to talk about my problems. You know, I wasn't, I wasn't always, you know, finessed it in-house. I lived through it and that's how I learned it. So I think really what it comes down to is how they can overcome a lot of those challenges. And then also they just want to be able to really speak openly um, in a way that oftentimes I find consultants do together, but they don't with a prospect. And so the community, the in-house community, allows them to have that same, in essence, communication channel that consultants have among each, amongst each other. Thank you, Jessica. So obviously, if you're looking for some guidance or uh, a community to be with an in-house SEO. Uh, I definitely encourage people to check out your blog, scminhouse.com, and follow you on Twitter, where you're Jessica Bowman. Thanks again for coming on the show. Thank you very much. More SEM Synergy on the way. Don't go away. SEM Synergy will be right back. Building better search engine rankings takes the right formula. Tracking those rankings is super simple. All you need is authoritylabs.com. Authority Labs uses automated daily rank tracking tools to monitor your site's performance or leverage their API to build your own tools. No matter what animal-labeled algorithms affect your ranking, you should be using Authority Labs. Unlimited users for no additional cost and white labeling can help keep your clients updated and save countless hours of creating reports. Whether you're running sites with just a few or millions of keywords, what you need is AuthorityLabs.com. Whether you are an online business or domain name investor, you need access to the best names. With over 270 million domains already registered, finding the right names at the best price requires a great wingman. Namejet.com puts you in the pilot seat by giving you fast and unparalleled access to some of the best premium and expired domain names on earth. As the number one domain name auction platform, Namejet.com is the best place to find domains for your business or investment. So light the afterburners to the domain name aftermarket and fly over to Namejet.com at mock speed to get great domains today. Namejet.com Introducing Rumble, the smart mobile management system, the first end-to-end -end mobile platform where you can make real-time app modifications from a point-and-click dashboard. Want to change the design of your app? Point-click, and it's live in real-time. Want to change the ad map of your app? Point click and it's live in real time. Want to change the content mix of your app? Point click and it's live in real time. Power your mobile business with Rumble. Are you ready to rumble? Visit www.rumble.me.
search engine marketing formulated for Web 2.0. You're listening to SEM Synergy on webmasterradio.fm. The following is an encore segment of SEM Synergy. Welcome back to SEM Synergy. This is Virginia, and I'm joined by Tony Adams. Thanks for coming on the show, Tony. No problem. Thank you, guys. You gave us presentation about in-house SEO strategy. It was called Sold. What do I do now? And um, it kind of went from the point of once you've gotten the buy-in, um, what do you do? And a big emphasis in your presentation was about making roadmaps and like setting defined goals. Um, so that's really important for an enterprise uh, SEO project or program. Right. I mean, so like essentially it's all about like you've got the company bought in, you've got the company like ready to go on SEO. So it's like, how do you actually get stuff implemented and all that? And a lot of the time, like, I mean, even though you have people bought in, you you just get a total lack of resources. But like for the most part, you know, the roadmap planning and the prioritizations and all that kind of stuff, like it's almost like just being a good project manager and, and knowing how to manage projects and, and all that. And like one of the big things that I had um, just in my deck was um, knowing how to like create like a, like a roadmap that does kind of like prioritize all your projects, right? So, um, and I've shared the uh, presentation online on uh, DocStock. So if you, um, I can send the URL out after, um, but essentially it's like, you know, just creating different prioritization levels. And in there you'll see P1 to P5 and, um, you know, like essentially P1 being like stuff that you need to have go out, stuff that like just needs to get done. And P5 is like stuff that just doesn't matter, like meta keywords or whatnot. All right. And also the the ease of implementation, I bet, has a lot to do with it, too. Right. Yeah, yeah. So like a quick win or like something like changing a title tag on a single page. So that'd be probably like a P1 or a P2, just depending on how things work at your company and all that. But just knowing how quickly things can get done, knowing how like how important it is to get it done and whether or not you need to actually fight for it is is a big part of that. Okay. Um, and then also you had presented at South by Southwest on social media marketing for your business. And you've got that presentation up at your blog, tonyadam.com slash blog. Um, so we've actually got this challenge going on here this month here at Bruce Clay Inc. And the winner is going to be getting a pass to SES San Francisco. Mm-hmm. And we're asking people to answer the question, what one recommendation would you give small businesses to help improve their presence online? And uh, one of the categories is for social media. So I don't know, you can either ignore the small business part or or not, um, but since you've worked um, with social media, what one recommendation would you give to a business that would really be a boost for their online presence? As far as like a, a business to boost their online presence with social media, I mean, honestly, like I hate to say it and I, I just hate to like, it's funny because Brent Satoris always talks about this. It's like, you can't just do one little thing in social and, and like win. You okay. have to have like a full on strategy. Like that's just how I approach things, right? Like even though I do run SEO at MySpace, it's still like I still have my foot in a lot of the social media stuff that we do. And for me to say like, okay, guys, we're just going to do Twitter. Like that's just not going to help us. Or for me to even say like, you know, 
let's just submit a couple things on dig. It's not really going to help us because we don't have a full on strategy around it. Mm. So what do you see as the intersection or like the synergy between the social media marketing and SEO? Yeah. I mean, like, I think just kind of knowing where the best places to be are and knowing like, for example, that we, uh, like here, it's all about music. It's all about music. It's all about entertainment. It's all about that. Right. So just knowing that where people are going to be, I'm not going to submit something to dig here on Justin Bieber or, uh, twilight. I mean, you know, that kind of stuff isn't going to work with the dig crowd. They're going to bury it. They're going to get all pissed off about it. Like, so just knowing where people are going to get visibility for things like a prime example of that. When I was at Yahoo, we, um, we figured out for sports that ball hype is the place to go because just all the sports journalists and, and writers are there. So just making sure that you're active in those communities so you can gain visibility on your content in those communities, that'll help you like so much. I can't even tell you like just getting journalists to look at that stuff um, is important. And then also even working with PR there, like reaching major press publications gets you a ton of credibility. Then I can almost see this is summed up as one thing. If you want to say, I mean, of course you're right. There's no one channel, but maybe if you were to give one recommendation, it would be that a business goes into social media with a strategy and understands where their audience is and who their audience is. Well, yeah, exactly. That's yeah. I couldn't have said it better myself. I think that's why you had to sum me up. So you mentioned journalists and uh, bl- blogger outreach. Do you have any tips for going about a content strategy that relies on that? It's funny. I was actually on a panel, a Mixergy panel last night, where um, someone mentioned like, "How do we how do we find journalists, or how do we find that as part of our strategy?" And you know, a lot of the times, if you go to, um, and you don't want to just like send 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 someone an email right away and say like, Hey, check out my blog post. Right. Like you want to have, everything's all for me. It's like, I I sound like a broken record, but everything's all about creating like a strategy around how you're going to approach things. Right. So most journalists, like if you go to Gizmodo and gadget, I think they'll have like their Twitter and their email address right there on the blog, like on every page, I think, or on like the author's page or whatnot, just start interacting with them, like follow them on Twitter, follow them there and start interacting with them, reply to them, do stuff like that, and you'll find out that like after a while they'll start replying to you. Or if you do send them an email and be like, hey, I saw that post the other day. It was pretty awesome. Um, you know, love to connect sometime. They'll, you know, nine times out of ten they'll re- respond because they want to hear that stuff, right? Um, and then, on, then, you know, after a while, after you build that relationship, it's not going to be in ten days, maybe more like a few months later, you're going to get a relationship to where if you send them something – They'll, they'll want to share it because they're just truly interested in it and it'll probably help them get traffic. Sounds like a very um, commitment-oriented strategy. Oh, it's totally. It's all about relationships. Once you've got a strategy in place for your SEO, say you're in the position that you don't actually have many resources that your company is devoting to that initiative, what do you think an SEO should do in that position? I've learned a lot through the last like two or three years just because being at big companies like PayPal, Yahoo, and now MySpace, like you end up not having a lot of development resources almost all the time. So it's fun to kind of just tinker around with different things. It's kind of how I got 
really into social and it's also now like I'm getting really into conversion optimization and like just trying to figure out what works and what doesn't work and playing with things and um and all that and so like just going through all that has taught me a lot I mean it's funny because at Bill Shrink, even being a small company, we had no resources at a certain point just because we just didn't. And um, I had to learn conversion optimization. I was like, you know what? I'm going to pick it up. I'm going to try to do some landing pages, throw some PPC dollars at it and figure it out. And we got some pages that were converting anywhere from like 40 to 55%. Like one out of every two basically was was converting. And we were killing it for that reason. And And I think just trying to find that balance of, what you can learn when there is no resources is huge because not only are you going to help your company, but you're going to help your career out at the end of the day. Where would you suggest people who want to get, learn more about conversion optimization go? Do you think it's a, like a hands-on approach is best or did you find any resources that helped? I didn't really spend that much time researching stuff. You know, a friend of mine, Dan Martell, he kind of gave me some like tips and tricks and like, you know, I think there's um there's a landing page optimization book by Tim Ash and like everyone told me to read that and honestly I don't just don't have time to read a major book like that right now so I kind of started asking people like what do you what do you do you're a conversion optimization guy what's your what do you do and like learning the few points right like main value prop hero image of some sort and a big ass button and like you're pretty much good to go and like just just hearing those tips and like looking at a different a few different sites that did that like we just learned and, and we approached it that way. All right. Those are all great suggestions. Uh, thanks, Tony. No problem. That's it for this week's show. Thanks to our guests and to our producers at Webmaster Radio. Check out semsynergy.com. Follow us on Twitter where we're at semsynergy. We hope you come back next week. Until then, thanks for joining us on SEM Synergy. This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.WebmasterRadio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.